Boss Uncaged is a weekly podcast that releases the origin stories of business owners and entrepreneurs as they become uncaged trailblazers. In each episode, our hosts, S.A. Grant and guests construct narrative accounts of their collective business journeys and growth strategies. Learn key success habits and how to stay motivated through failure, all while developing a boss uncaged mindset. Break out of your cage and welcome our host, S.A. Grant. Welcome, welcome back to Boss Uncaged Podcast. On today's show, we got a special guest. Well, let me start it off the way he would start off his podcast. Great morning, great morning, great morning. Lenny, the boss, is in the building. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Lenny, man, give, tell people a little bit about who you are, man, and what you do. You know, man, like I, I, you know, it's funny because I really love when people ask me that question because, you know, I'm, I'm a little different with, with saying well, who I am. You know, the, the first thing I like to say is, man, you know, I have a strong relationship with, with my Savior, right? And, and the second thing I just would love for people to know about me is that I am a family guy. Right. Like, you know, I sit here and I, and I love I'm, a, I'm an amazing husband. I'm an amazing father. <laughs> I am a grandfather. Right. You know, uh, I have a host of, of brothers and sisters that I love and I have a host of friends. But um, the, the three most important things I want people to leave when, when when they leave me or in my presence is these three things. Right. You should leave me educated. You should leave me inspired and you should leave me motivated. So those are the three things that you should leave. Uh, those are the things I should put on to you after you leave my presence. But outside of that, you know, um, I'm a real estate in investor. You know, I, I really love real estate. I really love helping, you know, um, the, the, really the beginners and people who want to scale and just teach them on, on, on how they can, you know, bring in some extra income on um, just to just to help out, you know, help out with the the, the, the bills, help out with you know, going on more vacations, help out with their way of life, you know, and also some people just want to structure out a way where they can be rent free or uh, leave their, their employment. So, you know, um, I, I love to do that. I love to work with nine to five and I got nine to five myself. I'm a, I'm a VP of operations, you know, uh, manage over uh, 130 people and, you know, and I relate, right? Like I relate with time management, you know, I relate, you know, with the, the, those things, I teach those things because people just believe that they don't have the time. They believe that mm -hmm. they don't have the focus. They believe that they, once they can't make the decision because they don't have the knowledge. So, so that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. So, I mean, by default, I mean, this guy, every single time I see him on the internet, you know, last time I seen you in person was like back December, 2019. Yes. No matter when I see this man, his energy level is always on like 25, thousand plus like guaranteed he is the, is the power cell uh, of the situation right so with, with all that energy right so why did you get into real estate i mean you're saying you're a vp by day right so obviously that's a well-paying position why did you decide and, uh, granted you know i know your, your, your background i know your family members <laughs> it's kind of like you really didn't have a choice but go ahead and tell a story about how did you get into real estate well you know um like it, it, it's funny because you know, when, when, when you're growing up, you know, um, and, and I don't want to make this long story, but when you're growing up, like, you know, I didn't know too many entrepreneurs. So, you know, I did what everybody would do, right? Like, you know, I, I grew up in a very rough neighborhood, very poor background. I have nine brothers and sisters, you know, so single family mother, you know, with 10 kids. Right. You know, and, um, I, I, just did what I needed to do. I went to school, finally got my act together around ninth grade, right? <laughs> then I went to college and, you know, I went out, you know, I got a job, you know, now 
uh, a couple of my buddies from the neighborhood, they were they were in the real estate, man. They they were getting real estate and they were buy a property, fix it up, and rent it. But you know, for, they were probably really good friends. And so I always heard nothing but the complaints, nothing but the complaints. I'm talking about. Oh my God, these contractors. Oh my God, these tenants. Because, you know, I was the venting machine. They couldn't go anywhere else to vent, you know, so they came, anytime we're going out for some cocktails or they come into my house and go in their house, they're just venting. And I just never was like, wow, I always thought, oh man, I'll get to real estate one day. I just was like, man, I don't want those type of headaches. Well, as time went on, they would buy a property here, they would buy a property there. And I'm like, this is interesting. Years going, and I'm saying, you complain so much about real estate but you're continuously buying them so finally i like say dude you know let's lift the covers up here like what are you not telling me and, yeah. and you know it's kind of funny and, and and the thing was and this is probably something good for your listeners is that he told me he said you never asked me this question on what was so beneficial about it so i never expressed it so you know for the listeners just make sure that you ask that question right so i did and and finally you know he mentioned like hey um you know he said you see the vacations were going on he said you, you know you see the house that that we have we be able to move and kind of up it you know um level themselves up um you see the you know they, they have no mercedes business or anything like that but they had a new car right you know um and just money to go out and stuff like that and i thought that they were just tearing it up in overtime Right, because because <laughs> they always used to tell me, oh, you know, we can't make this, we can't make that. So I thought, you know, just was the job, but that wasn't the case. You know, they, you know, they make decent money, nothing anyone else can make, right, at, at deployments. And then they just took their money and they just invested in real estate, and the accumulation, you know, over time uh, allowed them to to have that. So that was the really the eye opener to me to sit there and say, you know, um, that was the one thing to sit there and say, hey. Um, I really need to jump into real estate. And the second thing is, you know, as you start to get older and you start to get, you know, mature and you start to have friends that lose employment and um, you start to see that it possibly can happen to you, you know, you need to start putting yourself in a position to ensure that um, life from a financial perspective don't hit you that hard. So that, it, uh, I mean, that's like at that point in time, that was my mindset's grown. We could go, go into that, but at that point in time, that was my mindset. So, I mean, how long ago did you, like, decide to jump into the space? You know what? It, it, to me, it was really late in the game, man, because um, I've been in the game for about, I think, seven to eight years now, like, active. You know what I mean? And um, so, you know, like I, I like everybody says, you know, you should have done it sooner, right? You know, but um, it is what it is. But, yeah, I've been doing this about seven years now, and it's fun. It's exciting. Um, you know, honestly speaking, it, it was a pretty challenging in the beginning, all because, you know, I, I did more from, um, I had a mentor, but I did more from the ground trying to, you know, I read all the books I could and, and, and I was active, you know, on the properties and, and, um, just doing everything I could to say, Hey, let me get this up and running and see, cause I needed to make my wife a believer too. Right. Like, so, so, so you know, she like, Oh, you spent all this time doing this stuff and I don't see no. No, no, no income coming in from any of these things. You know, we spent a whole lot of money. You know, I see a whole, whole bunch of going out, going out, going out, going out, going out, but not seeing too much going in, coming in. So, um, so yeah, I've been I've been doing this. I've added actively about seven years. 
Yes, I mean, and just in, just in that last 60 seconds, I mean, you get so much information and it, it, it kind of turns and burns for me to give you so many more questions based upon what you just said, right? So I, I think one of them, you talked about books and I think like in the past couple of weeks, you had made a post on your Facebook page and you were talking about like the, the top six things that anybody that's successful should do. And one of them was, I think one or two was reading books, right? So what, what books are you reading right now? Um, the books I'm reading right now. So, so let me just, you know, let everybody know. I got uh, into my bookshelf over here, but I have um, the hardback books, of course. But you know, I got into a lot of audios because, mm-hmm. you know, um, when you think about it, you always sit there. Everybody says this. So, so for the listeners, look, we're all in the same boat. When you start thinking about, oh my god, I don't have that much time, blah, 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 and you have to start finding it. And you know, so the the um, the big thing that I, I start doing is purchasing audios, right? So, mm-hmm. and I say, hey, rather than listening to hip hop or uh, any music, you know, on my way to work, which I have like a 30 to 45 minute drive, I take in this audio book, right? So you figure, mm-hmm. let's just say it was a half an hour. That's an hour a day. You know what I mean? That I was able to basically take in this knowledge and information. In, and then what happened was this knowledge and information became a little addictive. Cause I was loving it. So now I started to find the time. So I'm in the house. Right. And, you know, I needed to maybe do some cleaning or something, you know, in the house, I popped my earphones in, you know, listen to the audiobook. when I was exercising. Right. I'm like, okay, that's a perfect time. Right. You know, exercise 20 minutes, 20 minutes in the morning. Boom. That's an exercise to get 20 minutes in of audio. So you start to find these gaps of times and you start to take in these knowledge. And the best thing I can say, I probably didn't mention this though, but this is probably mm. number one. You need a pen and a pad, right? Mm. Because you need to take what you're taking in, right? And not use the uh, mind to store it, but you need to put it mm. down on paper because it's something about, you know, seeing it and writing it out and then seeing it and having it reflect back into your mind. It sticks, you know? And um, it's just it's just a power that a lot of people, you know, don't use that they should. But um, getting back to the books, man, I mean, uh, man, what am I reading right now? I'm reading, uh, I just read The Multifamily uh, of Millionaires, right? Um, I, I also read, you know, a book called um, King, Credit is King. I just read that. Um, I, I, I got a couple other books that I'm reading kind of from a marketing perspective, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, some, um, uh, what's the click funnel guy name? <laughs> Uh, uh, Russell, um, Russell, yeah, Russell, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of his books. I'm reading one of his now. Um, I actually just stopped, uh, and, I, and I got a Dan Henry book that that I'm reading now. So nice. So yeah. So that's that's for me. Yes, I mean, you brought up a solid point because, I mean, much like you, I'm the same way. Like, audiobooks are, like, my friends, right? And to, to, to your point, right, I, I try to get it to a situation to where every morning I have opportunity, no matter what I'm doing, to still listen to, to the audio, right? So I've gotten kind of addicted on Alexa devices. <laughs> and I made it kind of seamless to where my toothbrush is an Alexa device. It has a speaker built into it. My glasses are an Alexa device. So literally when I wake up in the morning, I put my glasses on. The first thing I'm saying is open up Audible. Wow play the book, go and brush my teeth, continue playing audible. I'm in the shower. It's still playing audible. So in that first hour, to your point, I'm getting information and then I'm transitioning throughout my day and I'm still in my car. I have an Alexa device as well too. So I'm happy you brought that up because I'm just like you, I'm addicted as well, right? It kind of gives you an opportunity to to get the information, absorb the information and to take action while you're listening to it. So that's definitely some great insight. So in in, in your real estate business, right? I mean, what what's the most extreme or bizarre experience you've ever encountered working in the field? 
Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, you know, you 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 tend to, um, it, you know, I, I guess that's to the beholder, right? Of what's extreme or not. But you know, so what I like to do is, um, of course, I think you should go into any and everything with some sort of a budget or, or what you want to do. And and so so my strategy is when I purchase my properties, you know, I typically do uh, like light rehabs. And then um, some properties, you know, we, we, we got it, but um, I typically do light rehabs and I like to put, um, I like to fix everything up front or as much as I can. So, you know, when I'm um, uh, uh, looking at the property to purchase it, I'm identifying all the things that should be fixed, you know, and obviously I'm budgeting that in to, to make my uh, proposal to, to get the property. But um, so, so the reason I'm saying that is because I think I prevent a lot of uh, potential things that could come down the line yeah. uh, for doing that. And that's, and that, but don't let that stop you from getting the property. All right. Because you know, you need to get one, right? you know, even if you can fix those things and not fix what you can, and then just take the money of the rent and dump it back in to fix it as you go. If you need, need to don't wait. Right. But um, oh, okay. A bizarre thing. So um, one property um, lady, she's uh, uh, she moved maybe about, um, two, three hours away from where she originally lived uh, with, you know, her, her mate or whatever. So she was trying to kind of make a new life with them. And um, I guess he, he, he left her or whatever situation they broke up. Maybe I should say that. And um, so she was there. Love it. One of my best tenants ever had. I wish I wish she was still here. Um, She called me. And she called me, 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 and she called me. I'm like, what in the world is going to? And she said, the house is underwater. <laughs> I'm like, no, she's an exaggerator, but I'm like, what? You know, when somebody said, she said, it's water coming from everywhere. I don't know where it's coming from. I had to call the water company. They had to come and shut the water off from outside. I said, okay. So I got there, and um, yeah, she was right. I mean, it was water everywhere i had brought like my um uh, what's those boots that the firemen wear <laughs> i had purchased some of them and uh, what happened was there was a um crack in the line that was underground and it was mm. it was coming out from the kitchen so yeah so that was that was probably one of the most bizarre um thing i mean that and and then, then um i had a tenant where uh, a rodent got into the house and didn't want to leave so <laughs> so um the rodent you know uh got in and um i don't know it took probably a few weeks for us to get it out you know hired people so that was a little bizarre too because you know um i it's i come like oh you got a rodent yeah i was like well how can that be like you know and uh then that one you know we got it out we spent a lot of money on, on, on fixing that one because that was really like this lady can't be right like we fixed everything i could think of you know, even the things that i couldn't think of that was pissed off about fixing up because my contract like we got to fix it, you know um you know that was that was a little bizarre um getting uh, it was squirrel and, and not knowing what um, rodent is there is probably the most scariest. And, and squirrels, um, just to let everybody know, they make a lot of noise. I'm talking yeah. about, oh, my God, I never <laughs> knew, you know, how destructive they can be. And, um, yeah, but we got it out. So, Gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, that, that just leads me to my next question. So you're talking about contracts and you have contracts in place that saying that you have to fix up a place. So obviously in that business structure, I mean, are you more LLC, S Corp, or C Corp? Which one are you and why? Okay. So let me talk on that a little bit. And, and one of the reasons why I, I like to work with individuals that 
got nine to fives, right? Um, especially, you know, um, it, normally when, when like me anyway, and the people that I work with, they don't have that much money, okay? It's starting out, right? And, and with that being said, you know, one of the power things you could do is leverage the bank. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, make sure that your credit is straight, you know, save up a, a couple bucks, leverage the bank. Now, um, the, the bank really, really, really like W2 people, you know, so people who are W2 employees, you know, they tend to cater them with, with, with kid gloves, right? Even though some people probably won't believe it because their credit score is bad, but they do, right? You know, um, it's easier to get a loan. Um, it's much more simpler to get a loan um, when you are um, um, you know, getting into personal versus getting a, a LLC. Um, now, I'm, this is going on record. I'm not an attorney. I, this is not legal advice by any means or anything like that. But, you know, obviously, you know, um, to protect yourself, um, to do it the right way anyway, is to get an LLC, right? But um, what I typically do and suggest to individuals, because it's an easier process, it's not a roadblock, you know, is that you just get the loan, you know, in, in your name. And if at the table you want to change the LLC, you know, um, get with your attorney and they could do that, you know, at closing table as well. You know, so um, now, now there's language in um, the note from the, from the mortgage company that says, hey, if you do something like that, they can pull, you know, the note, the mortgage and, and make you pay, you know, 100%. But at the end of the day, you know, um, I never heard, um any bank that did that, as long as you continue to, to pay the mortgage. So that's one of the things that you could do. So, um, but I, I just really um, kind of coach people just to get into the game. Um, it's very easy to get a, 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 a investment loan, you know, using your name versus a, a LLC. I mean, yeah, you just, uh, it's funny that you brought that up because it just felt like you just dropped like all these golden nuggets from the sky, just started raining in. And, and I want people to really realize what he just kind of explained to you about the situation, right? So just to kind of translate that a little bit and kind of stay on that topic a little bit more is that he's saying that because you have a W-2, it's going to make it easier for the banks to give you loans because they know that your ass is going to have money to pay for that loan. And that's, right. that's, that's like the collateral. It's not necessarily your house or... Uh, tangible objects or assets is the fact that you have reoccurring revenue that comes in every two weeks. Worst case scenario, they know you have a job and you can make the payments. And, and, and that's definitely great insight and something that I think people that get into real estate don't think about, right? They don't, yeah. they just say, okay, I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to present to them my business plan and I'm going to try to get a loan. But to your point, if you have a job, well, that job is your collateral. One of the biggest things that I, I found to be funny and, and I laugh to this day is that like everybody don't feel as though they made it until they got an LLC. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what, what, an LLC only, like, only means one thing. You know, it only means that, you know, it's big, don't get me wrong, is limit your liability. That's it. But, you know, from a tax write-off and all that good yeah. stuff, it's the same. So, you know, you get yeah. the same benefits. Uh, and, and this is where, you know, stop going to your, aunt your uncle your cousin's friend your nephew who 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 does taxes go to a certified cpa and they can educate you to some things that you just don't know um and also because the textbook is is about seventy thousand pages right and and you know and those cpas they go to school for that they gotta pass a crazy test right you know and um and, you know, go to them because they're the professionals and, and they can educate you to some things. And LLC is just that. It's important. I'm not discrediting that by any means, but, you know, don't think that you you had to make it because you got a, a LLC. You, you made it when you're sitting here um, bringing in some, some extra income and building that financial wealth for you and your family or whatever your goals are. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just diving into that topic a little bit more. And the example that I like to use to kind of put things in transparency for people to really understand is like everybody's kind of familiar with amusement parks like Six Flags, right? Yes. So think about Six Flags as that is an umbrella corporation that that may be a C Corp, right? Then inside that organization, there's multiple rides. Each plot of land is then set up as an LLC. Right. And then the ride itself may be underneath the S Corp. And they're like, well, why the hell would they do that? Well, to, to your point, like you want to limit your liability. So if someone gets hurt on a roller coaster, then you're going to try to sue Six Flags, but you can't sue Six Flags because that roller coaster is owned by yeah. a separate C Corp and the land that is owned is owned by LLC. You got two levels of protection before you can even get to Six Flags. Yeah. So by default, you got all these legalities and lawyers in between. You can't <laughs> sue Six Flags. It's not it starts it, it start to get special. I mean, you know, obviously they got they got money and attorneys out the wazoo, yeah. right? To structure it in a proper way. And that's another thing, you know. Um, I mean, you know, it's great to go online and, and open up your own, you know, LLC, but there's, you know, a way to get it structured too, you know, to ensure that you are safe. Because just because you got an LLC, folks, does not mean that you are safe because you know, if you use it the wrong way, like one example, you know, I hear a lot from the attorneys is that if you uh, intermingle um, your personal with your business, that's just a loophole. So you can have an LLC and they can still sue you personal. So, yeah. so, and you think that you got everything straight. So it, it, it's rules to follow, you know, and all that good stuff as well, you know, but um, I guess the answer to the original question, you know, um, do I have... LLCs, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. you know, but um, that didn't stop me. And I got properties that's that's um, that's in my name. So, Gotcha. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. So, I mean, just diving into, we're still on the business topic a little bit. So business partnerships. I mean, recently you had opportunity, you went with Ty Cohen, you guys went to mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. And so just to kind of flip it, Ty's your cousin, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you guys, are you guys business partners in mm-hmm. the real estate game or is he kind of just an investor? I mean, how, how do you guys have that set up? And I mean, and what did you find out while you was in California? All right, uh, you, you, you asked a couple of questions there. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, he's a um, he's a, a friend of mine, um, as well as a, a cousin, right? His mother and my mother are, are sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a mentor of mine, <laughs> you know, and um, and I and I just uh, he 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 sees when I'm doing in real estate, and and he loves it, and uh, so we partnered up there. So um, moving forward, we, we're, we're like we was looking at a. Um, it was a 15 unit in North Carolina that he loved. I mean, he was gun ho about it. And unfortunately the numbers didn't work. He wanted to stab me in the back, but, <laughs> but, but the numbers didn't. It was a gorgeous property. I mean, everything about it was awesome, but the numbers and, and, and as a uh, thing for the listeners, you know, the look and all that stuff means nothing. Everything means the numbers. But um, so we was out in California, man. And uh, I, uh, you know, um, this is a power of networking, right? You know, uh, back in January, when the country was open, you know, um, you know, I, I went to this boot camp out in California. It, it was about, I don't know, 600 plus people there. It was really amazing. And I met some fantastic people and just kind of stayed in touch with them. And we did virtual meetups because obviously, you know, the time we were living in. And, uh, and, and then uh, they were just, you know, we just communicating on one Zoom call kind of, you know, like this. And at the end, we kind of stayed on and three guys, they all live in California and they all partners. And I just was talking to them, they was sharing some some things that they were doing. I said, dude, I want to come out and learn some of the things you're doing because I, I I don't have no um, knowledge in the uh, Airbnb. So they was like, come on, come on out. So, you know, I said, cool. So, you know, I called Ty, like, hey, Ty, do you want to fly out with me? He said, for sure. So, um, so you know, he flew out where he, from where he's from, and I flew out from obviously the East Coast 
out in the Philadelphia area and uh, flew to uh, California and um, met up with these fantastic guys. I mean, they are fantastic people. We ate a lot, uh, just <laughs> basically a mastermind about uh, real estate um, on all different topics from taxes to, you know, um, what's our magic number to, to, to all that stuff. And also family, right? Because, um, when you network with individuals, I, I, I like to network with people that, you know, um, got some goals that's outside of just real estate. Cause that, that, that makes them just human to me, you know? And, um, and I also like to hear them because, you know, I, I love my family. And if someone can sit there and, and, and say some things, cool things that they're doing, you know, with their family and how they approach their family to uh, make every day the, the best day. And I can benefit from all of that. I'm all for it. So, you know, we did that. So we was out there just looking at some Airbnbs, man, looking at some new constructions um, out there, uh, understanding the BNB model, and, um, and that's kind of where, so, you know, they plugged this in, man, they plugged this in with a realtor, they plugged this in with a builder, they plugged this in with a, a, a financing. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. we're right now, we're just in the process of, um, uh, looking and seeing what makes sense. So we can sit there and make a move mm. that makes sense for us. Yeah. So I, and the reason why I brought that up, because, you know, I, I love the fact that to your point, you're, you're always thinking about family first, right? Mm. You're always thinking about like business strategy and development. And 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 it, and then you're always networking, right? Yeah. Yeah. So people just need to understand like the power of the network. And like you said, you met these guys pretty much online. You've been talking to them visually, and then you and your cousin hop on a plane and just go over there. And by going over there, you took the initiative, and you probably are now going to probably get property in California versus just staying on the East Coast, which kind of diversified your portfolio tenfold. Yep. 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 And, and it's amazing, man. Like the, the power network is really amazing. And, you know, I don't want people to under undervalue that, you know, um, and, 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 you know, try your best to, to network. You, you, you're not going to, um, you know, be buddy, buddy with everybody in the world. Right. But, you know, there are going to be a few people that you're going to have some things in common. And with that being said, you know, like we're all, you know, in this thing together, you know, they're, they're, they got nine to five, they all married, um, they got children, you know, um, and, and, you know, they all got goals <laughs> and dreams, you know, and, and that's me, right? Got goals and dreams, you know, to, to do some fantastic, cool things. So um, I love networking with folks like that, you know, and, um, and, and, and the great thing about it is I think we took our, our level of relationship like 20 notches. So, you know, um, I, I, I foresee um, all of us doing some type of business venture together, just all because of this, um, really this one visit is going to, I think, catapult in the future to something spectacular. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, just going back maybe about like 10 minutes or so, you was talking about banking, you was talking about opportunities. So touching back on that a little bit, I think a lot of people are also possibly thinking about the hurdles of getting that revenue, right? So how much do you, would you say kind of just coming out of pocket should someone say, hey, I got $5,000, I should jump into the market. I got 10000 I should jump into the market. Like what's that golden number to, to kind of start out jumping into the market and picking up real estate, whether it's land or apartments or whatever it may be? Well, truthfully, it's not one. Right. And that's just being honest. Um, you know, and, and I think that that's where, you know, the, the miseducation is there. You know, um, what I do with my students is the first thing I ask them is, what are your goals? Because your goals is going to drive your strategy and your structure. Now, um, if they just say, hey, all I know is I, I want to bring in some, some extra income, then I start to provide avenues and ways of doing that. You know, you've got house hacking, right? With house hacking, which I believe is the most successful one, which takes the most uh, uh, minimum amount of money because 
you can use that. Like if you go out, uh, okay, I have a um a student that I work with, right? I'm gonna give you his whole story. So um he came, he had about seven thousand in the bank, right? Which I think was a, a decent amount of money to start. But you know his his dreams is basically to have his rental income, you know, pay for his mortgages, right? And where when he gets his house, his big house or whatever. So we mapped out, you know, a five year strategy for him. And and, and basically um he what he didn't know which was fantastic, right, for him, was that he had over $80,000 worth of equity in his current home. Mm. <laughs> so so yes, that sir. was, the, yeah, I mean, he had no clue about equity, right? So, mm. you know, um, and we found that out fairly early. You know, he was in an FHA, and I explain that in a minute. Um, so what we did was, I said, the first thing you have to do is, you know, refinance out of your FHA into a conventional. We did something called a cash out refi. So, you know, he basically uh, cashed out roughly about uh, a little bit over $50,000. So the bank gave, gave him a check for $50,000 and he refinanced out of his FHA into a um, conventional loan. And then we had to make sure that when he rents out, his, he wanted to sell it at first, but it's, you, know, you got to rent it because if you're going to get into real estate and you want to hold, there's no selling right? unless, you know, you're going to make a ton of money, right? Yeah, that's your strategy. So we did that and we, um, so basically we ran the numbers to make sure he can rent his place, which he can, no problem, no issue there. The market where he lives is excellent. So now he's looking to house hack and we just found him a duplex. He just closed on it. Um, actually closed on a week that I went to California. So I couldn't be there, um, with him because I wanted to be, uh, but he closed on a duplex where he's going to live in one and rent out the other. And the rent is enough to cover the mortgage. So now the, the great thing about it is that since he's using it as his primary residence, you know, he can get something called an FHA loan. And with an FHA loan, you could put down as low as 3.5%, you know, so just for e- even numbers, right? If you find a property for hundred thousand dollars, you know, you can just come out your pocket 3,500 bucks. And also there's programs and stuff that you can take that can help out with closing. You can also ask for some seller assist. So the truth be told is you can really get into the game you know, if you're looking for a property for hundred thousand dollars with thirty five hundred bucks. Nice, nice. Yeah. Again, this guy's dropping nuggets, people. <laughs> He's dropped it's it's like raining meteors of gold. <laughs> burning through the atmosphere right now. So, I, I mean, th- th- I love that, man. I definitely love like your insight. And, and the fact is like, so you're saying student, right? So that, that, yeah. that leads me to believe that potentially you have online courses. I mean, I've I seen recently, I think you had a ride along. Yeah. 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 So, so t- talk about the ride along a little bit. Okay. So the ride along, ride along is special because you know, what it is, is it's, it's um, one, I got a Sprinter van, right. You know, um, and uh, people come during a certain time, you know, get into Sprinter van and we just start, obviously that's where the network start because you got all different types of people. You got people who want to be straight investors. You got electricians, you got contractors, you got HVAC individuals. So you got people that Everybody want to get into real estate and you need to network right there, right then and there, because you can have your core of individuals ready before you even actually find your first deal and property on, on where to go with no problems, no issues. And everybody always want to work together. So, you know, people get people good numbers, better numbers, because they want to see you succeed. Also, they're making something off of it too, education as well as um, financial. But yeah, so the ride along, man, you know, people come, you know, and, and what we do is we go on site to some properties, right? And what I like to do is I get with my realtor and I tell her, look, you know, I don't, I don't want to pre-prep anything. So find some properties that is going to be fresh. So I'm going to show them 
exactly how I get down and how you analyze deals, man. It's, so, so we was out there just as one property. It was um, a pretty decent neighborhood that's really coming up in value. And I teach you everything. I teach everything from what to look for, uh, be a renter, right? You know, what are renters looking for and how you, you got that eye. I, I do something called a compare method, right? Which, mm. you know, you got to be a student to know that, right? Which, which, <laughs> which, which, which the compare method is basically um, for individuals that don't know anything, right? So, you know, you come up and say, man, I don't know what a gutter is. I don't know what, you know, um, shutters are. And I don't know what these are. And I use something called a compare method, which allows you to basically do this comparing where you don't have to be educated in these things, but you can do a compare to understand what needs to be, you know, repaired and, and what's not. And, you know, and it's a fantastic time. We walk these properties. I give them the insight of an investor, you know, of mm. things that they just never would pick up and never would see. And we're there. Like this is, this one was, I call it abandonments. I mean, it had holes all in the roof, kitchen, bad, and we walking through it. And I'm showing them exactly how I would do it, what I take down, the, the, the five things you need every time you come up to a property, you know, um, everything. Like we just walked through the whole thing. I, you know, we told stories, you know, um, and it, it just was a beautiful thing. So we, we do that for the first half of the day. And obviously we, we, we sit down, we do some fellowshipping with lunch and stuff like that. And then we go into uh, like the classroom setting. So I brought them back at this time, this ride along, I had a duplex that was available. So I brought them back to a duplex and I uh, ran numbers with them and, and showed them how, you know, why I bought it, um, how we add value to it and how we increase the rents where mm. um, I just basically put an extra $500 in my pocket a month all because of I bought right you know and also we take those properties that we saw and all we do is just crunch numbers and then i actually mm -hmm. teach um you know obviously real estate i teach them you know um the terminology um we cover you know about four different strategies for people to, to get in so it, it's really a fantastic time i mean yeah i mean to, to everything that, that you just said I, I want people to, to really understand is like not only are you figuring out how to monetize your information but you're also pooling a network of individuals that could possibly bring you more properties down the road or work on more properties. So to, for just basically what you said, I think it's an ingenious method, right? It's a diversified method that allows you to find contractors, find people that are looking for homes, educate them. All of that has monetary gains associated to it. I mean, I'm sure your ride along has a price coming to your course has a price and then two years down the road, somebody wants to partner with you to buy a house. That also has a price as well, too. So, I mean, that's a brilliant strategy, honestly. Yeah, and, and um, it's awesome. I, like I said, I, I just like to uh, uh, educate, man. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and once you leave me, you should leave educated. Yes. motivated yeah. and inspired to go out and, and make it happen. And, and, and we have students that's doing that, man. I have um, mm -hmm. uh, another student, um, they did uh, the Burr method on, on one of the properties that he was in. You know, um, I'm not sure we got time to talk about that, but mm -hmm. they, they was in the property for about 23K. Um, it appraised for 65, if, if I remember correctly. And um, appraised for about 65, so they was able to pull out 48,000. So they turned their $23,000 into having an asset, collecting $450 in cash flow, and a check for $48,000 in the bank. Nice. 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 I mean, yeah, if it works, it works, man. So mm -hmm. to your point, I mean, you just have to have the information and the knowledge behind you to be able to make the achievements. So definitely. Um, so what's the biggest thing that you would have wanted to do all over again if you could do it again? 
The biggest thing is I would have spent every last dime of my money just buying every piece of real estate that I could. You know, um, once again, you know, I, I came in thinking buy one, fix it up, buy another, fix it up. When I should have just bought them all <laughs> and just buy and wait, you know, and eventually, obviously, they get fixed up, you know. Um, that was the, that's the biggest thing that I would do that was different is that I just would have purchased, 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 and purchased. So, you know, um, and because what happens here is that, you know, the real estate market, you know, um, fluctuates, right? It goes up and down at times, you know, obviously you want it to go up and that's the property value. So if you're buying properties where the, the, the price of the homes are incredible and you can afford them, then you need to buy them all right now because two years down the line, they might not be that price. I mean, yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, I think you brought up another solid point about if you have equity in a home, I mean, that's probably more valuable than going to the bank. Or, I mean, you really essentially have access to this money that you're sitting on. And if you know you can kind of turn that money into an asset, then it's going to pay for itself. So it only makes sense. Yeah, I think people got to understand that, you know, um, yeah, having money is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me, but you know, um, having money working for you is the best, you know, like, um, I listened to Warren Buffett. He said, you know, they asked him a question, something like, you know, would you rather have more cash or, um, or, um, more businesses? He said, I'd rather have more revenue generating businesses than cash. And when he said that, it makes sense, you know, because, you know, that's why I'm a buy and holder, right? Because, you know, I buy, I fix, I hold because I want that monthly income coming exactly. in. I call it, I call it the ding, right? Because I got, <laughs> it's a special thing, man. And that's why I'm so happy all the time, right? So anytime you hear my phone go ding, that means that yes. there is a payment. That came. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. yeah, so, so like, so and what I like to do, this is another strategy to make you feel good. Cause it's all about feeling good, right? Yeah. The, the better you feel, the more productive you are. So I like yeah. to put people in in the first, I like to put people in the 15th. And mm -hmm. people are paying on, so some people pay on the first, some people pay on the third, some people pay on the fifth, right? And then so your mm -hmm. phone's just dinging all through the first of the month. And then around mm -hmm. the 15th, your phone dinging again because you people are paying the 16th, people are paying the 17th, people are paying the 15th. Nice. You know, and you got these dings and every time it goes ding, you can see this right here. <laughs> you know because it's like okay great that's more money in the bank you know and, yeah. and one of the more powerful things really another thing i failed to mention was the um uh uh, uh the first property that, that i purchased the cash flow on that property so mm -hmm. and i took maybe about three or three vacations like long weekend vacations which mm -hmm. was taking money at the end of the day and i noticed that all the money that I was using was basically from the uh, mm. from the rental property, and I didn't touch any of my income. I actually went on four vacations at the end of the year. I saved more money. That's crazy. That's what really like like oh my god, we got to get more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And as, to your point, it, be, it becomes an addiction for sure. Sure. So, I mean, going back to, to your, your background a little bit, do you come from an entrepreneurial background? I mean, I know you're talking about Ty. We all know Ty is a hustler, but I mean, anybody else in your family outside of Ty, were they entrepreneurs? No. So, um, no, not on his side, you know, not on our side. We poor, you know what I mean? Um, I'm from North Philadelphia. You know, um, we were poor in, um, we were financially poor, right? But we was rich in love. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and my mother, you know, uh, did a fantastic job that, but you know, we were poor, no entrepreneurs, you know, my mother worked the post office for mm-hmm. over 30 years, you know, um, she had an unbelievable work ethic. So that we, all of us seeing that was what we thought was supposed to happen, but kind of, kind of level that up, right? Like, you know, all right, cool. You got to level that up. I mean, people always say, I want to own a store. I want to do this, but I didn't personally have any, um, anybody that I knew that was an entrepreneur, like, you know, it just that like the environment, right? The environment was you go to school, you either, um, go to college, which some, a lot of people didn't. There's a lot of small people, went to college. but you went to work. Like everybody went out and got a job outside of the individual that was, you know, selling drugs or, or mm-hmm. doing some negative things, you know, but um, you got a job and, and that was the the thing. That was what we saw. That's what, you know, we knew Now Ty, he's from Connecticut. I'm from Philadelphia. So, um, he, but it was something that's out of him, right? He was bred to be, you know, and his time was his time to, 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 to focus on that. And you know, Ty's a little older than me. So um, when we got together as a family, he always was with my older brothers and sisters, mm. you know, rather than with me. And I was with his younger brother um, mm. and uh, our cousin or whatever. So, um, cause they was like, you know, when you're younger, that's a big deal. Like you can't, you know, mm. a 14 year old can't be with a 18 year old like that. It don't work out like that. <laughs> you know? So, um, so that's kind of, so we hooked up kind of later on, um, in, in life, just just basically knowing that you know we're family, and um, mm. and it really started out with just uh, uh, making sure our mother mothers was getting older, right, and and make sure that our mothers just get the opportunity to see each other. So we just said we vowed, you know, I think it was like every quarter we get together. That's what we've been doing, and, and obviously that became like we actually at those times is how we start to become friends because you know you go from family, you know, to to being a friend. He was friends and we start vacationing together just personally you know right. what i mean with, with like his wife and my wife and you know um and, and and then obviously that uh you know transpired to he opened my mind up to to, to some things that i i just didn't know and um and and you know obviously he became a mentor at that time and then you know now the mentor is he's, he's the business partner so Nice, nice, nice. I mean, yeah, it's full circle, right? So, I mean, th- that's a good segue to like talk about family. I mean, so I know you're a big family man, and yes. you, you got, um, you got one son, correct? One son. I have a stepdaughter. Yep. Got you. So, I mean, how do you juggle your work life with your family life? Yeah. All right. So, you know, you got to be committed, right? You know, and it's hard. So, I, I don't want anybody to think that it's a it's a simplistic thing. It's rough. It's 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 hard to do. You know, um, I wake up early. And I go to bed late, right? You know, there are times when I truly want to spend a whole bunch of time with my son throwing the football, you know, but I do know that there's priorities and goals that we, we need to hit, you know. So um, but what, what, what I do is um, I basically structure things to mm-hmm. do stuff to make sure that regardless of what goes on in the week, we know that these are the two or three things we're 100% going to do. Um, and my wife and I, prior to like the COVID stuff, we had um, date nights on the calendar. So we had make sure we get babysitters and then we go out for like, we, we uh, hooked up with um, our neighbor daughter, you know, uh, down the street. And we, we are, we pre-scheduled our, uh, calendar so for the whole year we knew what nights we was going on date night right and then what was cool about it was we said you know all right january i'll be picking where we're going to do and in february she picked and when i say date night 
this ain't anything special. Like you can go out to Fridays. You can actually cook at the house and just be YouTube mm-hmm. being intimate, intimate, you know, and that's what we, we do. It was kind of more prior to, to COVID. Once COVID came, it kind of crushed, you know, everything. But um, I, I, I have structured things. So when you have those structured things, you know, those things you're going to be doing. And obviously the things you do just during the week. Um, works out, but I, I, I really go to bed uh, pretty late and I wake up pretty early to, 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 to work on a lot of um, personal things and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, I mean, you're already on that topic, right? So, I mean, what, what's your morning routines? What's your morning habits? So morning habits, man, is um, one, I fell off of exercises, so I have to get back there, right? So, um, but you, you should exercise, man. And I'm a big affirmation guy. So, you know, I'm honestly speaking, I'm in the mirror saying, you know, my affirmations, you know, in, in, in the morning. Um, I'm also an individual that's um, grateful and thankful. So, you know, I, I, um, I have to get back to this, but I typically write out, you know, a few things, um, uh, why um, I'm grateful for my wife, you know, why I'm grateful for my son, you know, um, and, and those things. So, you know, and, um, and then, you know, I uh, read the Bible. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I do that. I, I read the Bible and then I get into, you know, my goals. I say, so, you know, what, what, what are my goals for, for the day? I, I look them over and I, I plan mm-hmm. accordingly and I jump into Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I mean, you're talking about goals. I mean, where, where do you see yourself in your business in 20 years? Wow. Um, so where I see myself in, 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 in 20 years, you know, in 20 years, I'm, 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 I'm still going to be helping people. I'm, I'm still going to be, you know, real estate obviously been around way before us. Right. You know, and I think real estate is going to be around way <laughs> after us. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and obviously there's always individuals that want to learn real estate. So this is something that I'm really passionate about. This is something that I really love to teach because I'm a, I love to see people win. And so with that being said, I a hundred percent see myself educating, 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 and I set up some type of, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to set up some type of way where it's the whole model where you kind of come in, you graduate, right? Mm -hmm. When you graduate, you get access to funding, you know, you get access to a deal flow, Right. And we all work together to, to actually set you up the way that you need to be set. So I, I want a one stop shop. You know, yes. I want to, I want you to come through my door and, you know, I want you to go through the boot camp. Right. You know, once you get through the boot camp, you get, you know, um, basically like the golden ticket where you are got you're accessible now to all these things, right? And then, you know, it just makes the, the process that much easier and make you get in. Um, hopefully it, it don't discourage a whole bunch of folks. So people get discouraged with their credit. People get discouraged mm-hmm. not having enough money or thinking they don't have enough money, mm-hmm. you know, because some people don't got the personality to go out and find other ways to get money and stuff like that. So um, so that's 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 where I, I see myself in 20 years. And and, and also just um, um, one of the, and that's yet, I'm the stop. That's where I see myself. <laughs> so, I mean, what tools do you use in your business that you would not be able to run your business without? Um, so one of the biggest things is I use a landlord studio, which, you know, allow me to uh, track my income and allow me to track my expenses. Uh, one of the biggest things I do is, is look over my P&L 
you know, uh, once a week, right, um, at minimum, you know, to ensure that, you know, the money that's coming in is, is accurate and the money that's going out is accurate, you know, <laughs> because everything is about, you know, your margin. And then, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's one of the um, the biggest tools that I use. I mean, outside of using like, um, uh, anytime that we get a tenant, right, um, or a tenant candidate, you know, uh, we do a background check, credit check, and eviction check. So I use something called My Smart Move. You know, nice. for that, um, I, I think that's beneficial. And um, it's a couple other tools that's not coming. To, it's not coming to me, but yeah, I mean, those, those are two. Well, just those two by themselves, right? Those two by themselves are, are major ones that you know somebody probably never even heard of. And, and to yeah. your point, right? Some people trying to get into real estate, they're looking for answers like that. And I think you know, obviously, you're willing to, to dish yeah. them out. So, yeah. um, so. I'm an up and coming real estate guy, right? I'm maybe I'm 27 years old, 30 years old. I'm trying to figure out my next move. What words of wisdom would you give to me to influence me to get me into the real estate game? Yeah, not a problem, man. The first thing, man, I always like to say, what are your goals? Because you know, um, I want to ensure that one, I'm a I'm a good match for you if if you're working with me. And then the second thing too is, if you're not, I just want you to have a vision of what you know, you want your life to look like. And then, you know, you try to, so the, the best thing that I can do and tell a person to say, Hey, you know, I want to get in is man, pick up a book that got to do with real estate. I don't give a crap what it is. You know, it could be rich dad, poor dad. It could be first time landlord, it could, whatever it is, you know, get into it because you need to start to learn the terminology and you also need to learn how to analyze deals. All right. Mm. The biggest thing that you can learn is not what the property look like, because you can see a property that looks gorgeous. You can see a property that look ugly, but the one that's ugly is the one you should purchase because of the numbers. So it's a big time numbers game. And, you know, uh, and, and I would sit there and just say, just pick up a book and, and start to get active. That's, that's the first thing that I would sit there and tell anybody. I don't care what the book is. Like, you know, it's a thousand of them. Something you out of every book you want to learn something out of. Nice, nice, nice. So, I mean, how can people? I mean, obviously, you got courses, you got ride-alongs. Like, I mean, like, what's your online government? I mean, what's your Facebook, Instagram, website address? Yeah, not a problem, man. You know, I'm 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 growing on on the Instagram, so I'm uh, Lenny underscore the underscore ball seven twenty three. So hit me up, DM me, you know, follow me. Um, we're doing some cool things there. I'm heavy on Facebook, right? You know, uh, you can look me up, Lenny the Boss on, on Facebook, Leonard Nesmith on Facebook. Um, we have a YouTube channel, same thing, um, Lenny the Boss there. We're, we're actually um, um, starting to, buy, we're about to drop a whole bunch of value on our YouTube channel. Uh, we have, I probably have about 30 videos that's just waiting to be dropped so I'm just, um uh, you know so we're, we're about to drop those and we will be dropping them on instagram as well um and also man anyone who who who, who dms me or private message me and, and, and let me know that they rock with you they i, I let them into the uh, private facebook group you know uh, where we drop some some jewels there as well and also you get some networking opportunities you know out of that as well just dm me let me know that you're down with the boss <laughs> and, and and you automatically in with no problems no issue but yeah if you want to hear more just about um the next ride along just dm me um I, i'm actually putting together the calendar now and um, i can give people more insight give you the link and kind of go from there 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. So just going going into some bonus questions, right? And th- this is like my signature bonus question. I love accent because no matter who I ask this question to, the answers are always going to be uniquely different, and the reason behind it's going to be like different as well. So if you could spend twenty four hours in one day with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mm. Wow! <laughs> oh man, there's so many. Who would it be? And why I know I'm gonna get this 100 percent wrong when I get off this podcast. I'm gonna say I should have said X. Oh man, you know, um, ah, a person. I gotta give you a person. Um, man, who would it be with? Um, I, I don't know why his name coming to my head, but I'm probably gonna be with P Diddy, man. I, and I'm gonna tell you why real quick. Is because that dude, you know, um, I was a heavy hip hop you know, as a youngster. And I just see how he continuously reinvent himself and continuously go after goals and be a savage about it, you know. And um, I don't know him personally, but I admire that 100%, you know, about the man where um, he really had no talent. Like, he wasn't an artist, you know what I mean? He didn't have, he, he didn't know how to make beats. He didn't, you know, his talent was, to be a businessman and and uh and i admire that a, a lot and i think that in 24 hours you know i will learn something that, i mean so much so that's off the top of the head i'm gonna go with pete <laughs> yeah i mean it's not i mean when you're talking about the hip-hop game i mean there's only like maybe four guys you could really look at right and pdd is definitely one of them dre is another one jay-z is another one and then kanye is number four right because all of them are like close to that billionaire mark Two have crossed over and two are really close. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, looking at like, you know, obviously you're a family man, but you're a businessman as well. Right. So if money wasn't a factor, would you still be doing what you're doing right now? Absolutely. Um, Once again, it comes from education. Right. Like, you know, um, that's probably why I'm in management, too, because, you know, I I like to sit here and see people, you know, drive the, uh, the Pinto right, to work, and, and it barely works, and then obviously help them, you know, um, strategize and, and get to a place where they're able to buy a car where now they ride past their beeping horn at you to say hi, right, right. you know, get, getting into their first apartment, you know, um, getting their first house, sending their kids through school, like, these are the things that, you know, I enjoy, these are the things that I'm personally benefiting off of, you know, and, um, and I just like to see people win, you know, one of the things that my wife says, you know, and, and God bless her soul, man, because I'm, I'm rough, right? You know, I'm just full of energy. So I'm like this waking up. She's totally out of morning first. And um, so anytime she knows if someone asks me a real estate question, she just goes back and sit down because she knows that we're going to be there for another 45 minutes. And that's why I say God bless her soul, man. And I can't, I have to thank God for that because she allows me to be me and, mm-hmm. you know, when like it's late at night and she like, all right, it's time to go. And somebody say, hey, you know, what about, and she like, oh man, she should pour me another drink or <laughs> So, you know, I, I, I appreciate her for that. But yes, I, I will be doing this without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just love to educate see people win. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I think you brought up a hell of a point, man. Anybody that's in business, that's married to a significant other, whether it's male or female, that other counterpart that may not be in the limelight, that may not be on the microphone, you better trust and believe that if they are together, that that support team is real and that person wouldn't be where they are without that other person. Absolutely. 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 I, I, I give so much 
Dude, she deals with a lot. <laughs> she deals with a lot, you know, and, and that's the reason why I give back, right? Like, you know, we, we go on vacations and, you know, uh, I hold no expense, you know, and um, and we do other things and and, and, and it's just a, a wonderful thing. Great, great, great. So, I mean, this is a time where, you know, the, the mic is yours, man. You got any questions from me? Um, no, man, I, you know, I, I think you're a super cool guy, man. I appreciate you, um uh having me you know even invite me onto this podcast and um i i, I don't take that lightly and i just want to express a thousand hundred thousand thanks you know for that but there's one thing i can mention if you don't mind yeah go for it um one of the uh two reasons that um you know my whys right is one um the real estate allows me to um understand business it allows me to speak to attorneys it allows me to um understand how to work with accountants how to read a PL, you know how to actually run a business and also it teaches me a skill on how to uh, acquire a uh, real estate to build generational wealth and having that is allowing me to be able to teach my son something uh when he gets ready um that school you know, will not allow him to teach. And it also is going to put um, him, you know, in, in the state where he's going to be ahead of the game. So depending on what he wants to do in life, you know, he's going to have this real estate uh, empire, you know, behind him. Uh, the second thing is that uh, my wife, she was having a challenging time, you know, at her uh, employment. And my wife was making, you know, pretty good money at where she was working. And, um, you know, we ain't making really good money, you know, in, in real estate and how God works is, you know, you don't know what's going to come down in the future, but my wife just was coming home super miserable. Um, and it was, it was really impacting the household and she just wanted to, to, to stop the, stop work. And honestly, I looked at the finances. I said, yeah, <laughs> we can. you know, and God put us in position to have enough uh, real estate income where it supplemented what she was making and more. So um, it was a no brainer and she opened up her own business now and she's a business owner. She's getting that off the ground and uh, thank thankful for her. So, you know, uh, profits over wages any day of the week, you know, and um, so those are the two major things that real estate um, is allowing for me. And with, with those two things, like I, I can't be, I, I don't take it lightly, you know, and um, I'm out here, you know, I was in California looking at some Airbnbs, you know, um, and also that's a write-off because it's all real estate related. So, so that's another thing, maybe another conversation to have me back on for. Mm. <laughs> but that's that's the two major things I like to drop on Great, great, great. Well, as always, man, I definitely appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing on Facebook. Like I said, it's great when I wake up in the morning and I'm just cruising through my stuff on Facebook, checking my posts, and then I see Lenny pop up with the, like, this animation is crazy every single time, guaranteed to, to kind of put a smile on your face. And I definitely appreciate you. Appreciate you and your family. Appreciate what you guys are doing. And, and I look forward to, you know, continuing to follow you and see what else you got coming up your sleeves in the near future. Absolutely, man. Thank you again. I really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Boss Uncaged. I hope you got some helpful insight and clarity to the diverse approach on your journey to becoming an Uncaged Trailblazer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. If this podcast has helped you or you have any additional questions, reach out and let me know. Email me at ask at sagrant.com or drop me your thoughts via a call or text at 762 
7-6-2-3-3-BOSS. That's 762-233-2677. I would love to hear from you. Remember, to become a boss in Cage, you have to release your inner beast. S.A. Grant, signing off. Listeners of Boss on Cage are invited to download a free copy of our host, S.A. Grant's insightful ebook, Become an Uncaged Trailblazer. Learn how to release your primal success in 15 minutes a day. Download now at www.bossuncaged.com forward slash freebook.